Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Unpacking. I'm Sarah. And I'm Lauren. Thanks for tuning back in with us. This episode mm, mm. is some hard work, mm. but it is on self-construction. do you want because that question what do you want is something that many people including myself and those around me tend to answer with what you don't want <laughs> of what you're not looking for um mm -hmm. or it's a very convoluted answer it's not easy to to define or explain even just in that moment what do you want what do you want it's not that simple what it's do you want so we wanted to unpack that because, of course, being post-grad, living our lives, that's a really important question. And I think it always continues to be an important question, even as you continue on in your life, reevaluating and seeing, you know, what it is that you want. On the topic of self-construction and being able to define what you want, do you feel like you've ever struggled with that? Because I know I have. I already said that. But what about you? No, I think it's something that I think about a lot of the time, and I think that's why I feel the way that I do. I think part of the whole issue, I don't want to say problem, it's not a problem, but the whole issue is we're, we're not thinking about what we want, we're thinking about our previous experiences, whether it's our baggage slash backpack of things we carry, or previous experiences that we've had in the past that are really negative we're able to pinpoint what we don't want to happen again I don't want to feel like that again versus like where am I moving towards what I want you know right right yeah like I yeah. think people are so afraid to have negative experiences or to have failures that we're, it's easier to say what we don't want I think that's interesting that you bring that up because there's a book that I got when I graduated high school and never really uh, filtered through much until now because I figured, you know, I want to read more. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called Roadmap, and it's this collective that they literally went on a road trip, basically, and wrote this book, and they were doing different interviews across the country with people who feel like they know what they want and they've reached a point that they're doing what they want. It's a mm -hmm. little more career-focused. Okay. Um, so that's the angle that it's taking. But one of the things that like in the intro that it says about this, because this is a book that you would get if you didn't know what it is that you want to do. You have a hard time answering that question. Here's um, a roadmap. Maybe because you lack, yep, here's a roadmap on how you can arrive to that point of understanding what you want. Yeah. And part of that is letting go of misalignments of those things that you just described where it's like my past, this, that, what's in my backpack that I've been carrying what I don't want to ever feel again, letting that go. And they literally said, instead, focusing on becoming who we are, which becoming who we are, realigning with yourself and having an understanding of who you are will give you more clarity in defining what it is that you want. You must take your place in the circle of life. How can I go back? I'm not who I used to be. And so that was like the first step that they had taken um, to 
to kind of get the ball rolling on the whole self-construction and answering what do you want question. And one concept that they had like brought up also towards the beginning, because this is how far I've read into it, um, is this thing that they had called the assembly line. And, you know, we... Tell in every that. episode, I've, mm-hmm. every time, every episode, we're always talking about society because I think uh, society. That's what society. Um, so they had a, a creative way of basically defining what society has done to this process how it's almost like tainted this process of understanding ourselves Ooh. so i'm gonna i'm gonna read it and they did it in a really go uh, ahead way. let me just flip to that page really quick it's the chapter is called the invisible assembly line they said for some people finding the right road is easy or at least it seems like it to those of us standing off on the side mm-hmm. they seem to be living the life they want to live they appear to be successful thriving happy in the roles they've chosen I mean, basically, this is me inserting this, social media, what you see on the internet, I mean, the portrayal of what their lives are. For most of us, however, finding that road feels like an exercise in impossibility. We get stuck and lost. We feel afraid of the unknown or incapable of bold action. Literally what you were just saying, there's a lot of fear surrounding just saying what you want. And we become bogged down by the responsibilities we face and the choices in front of us. And this is their their creative explanation. They said, think about it this way. If you live on the North American continent, outside your door is a road that will get you to New York City. You can pull out a map and take any route you want, winding through Purple Mountain Majesties and Amber Waves of whatnot and stopping at as many roadside tourist traps as you like. You can explore sleepy towns off the beaten path. You can stop off for a few cheesesteaks in Philly. No mm-hmm. matter where you happen to be, you will still be on the road to New York City. But if you punch your destination into your phone's GPS, it will lead you directly to the closest highway. And it will tell you exactly how far it is to New York and estimate exactly how long it will take you to get there. And it will be a nonstop march that's as straight as possible. So you'll have certainty, but no cheesesteaks, no time for exploring, just you and your car on the very same highway that everybody else takes. And this is exactly what society's formula for success, quotes around success, is like a one-size-fits-all, bumper-to-bumper haul that ignores the nuances of who you really are. And this is the invisible assembly line, and chances are you're on it. Wow. That hit me hard. Right? <laughs> yeah, that was really well said. I mean, when you hear that, what's, what is your response before I even continue into what they had to say well the first thing i thought about was what i want out of life and what approach i'm taking to get there because when they're when they're comparing these two images of taking the the off-beaten path or taking the the nearest highway i was like well you know i've always thought that my approach is a little bit different than that of like other people in my life that are have achieved the goals that i want to achieve does this mean i'm not taking the right way so i i felt a little bit of comfort when i was mm-hmm. hearing them say that and describe it in a very you know idealistic flowery way of well you know well you could stop in all these beautiful places and i was like ooh that's me And this and then they hit you really hard at the end with a one size fits all, very like cold, cutting kind of 
image in your head of, you know, all these people feeling dissatisfied with where they're at because they're doing everything that they're told that they should be doing and it's still not enough, like not satisfied. So they go, they go on and they're like, once you've addressed this assembly line, you know, there's acknowledging that there's a lot of anxiety that can come out of that, of realizing Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, what am I doing? That question. And so they, they said that to move from that space, right. And get away from that anxiety and like move forward. Mm -hmm. It starts by asking yourself questions and not just about the road you're already on, but deeply personal questions about who you are and what you want, which is what this episode is about, right? Mm -hmm. In short, at this moment, and this is their writing, I've been reading their writing, it's time to be selfish. It's time to focus inward to uncover your individuality and to spend some time asking the questions that will reveal what is authentically you. They kind of give you this, because I mean, that's how, oh yeah, figure it out, easy, like, (laughs) no, um so they did this little exercise this is kind of like a workbook type book that you can write in and jot in and whatever cool and maybe this is something that you guys can do on your own or if you I mean if you want to get the book like I said it's called roadmap but Mm -hmm. I'll just I'll just give you their little exercise that they because I got in front of me but they say let's ask some questions about why starting with where are you headed it's it says the assembly line of blank and it says fill in your name so you would like fill in your name all right let's fill in our names fill in our names says the voices around me are saying i should be a blank so (sighs) i wrote journalist right the people around Mm -hmm. me say you're a storyteller you are a journalist this is this is you were destined to do this then it says i have to blank and i had filled in be a personality Mm. the the brand and that whole concept of like i'm this person who tells stories what type of storyteller am i there's a personality attached to it i have to be that personality so we're Mm -hmm. on the assembly line of sarah and voices around me are telling me i should be a yoga instructor you know Mm. these past couple weeks a lot of people have been asking me you know When's your next class? What are you teaching? And for my listeners that uh, that that actually know me, I did my yoga teacher training this past summer and I was really getting into teaching this fall. And this spring, I, I decided to, to give myself a break because I was really pushing myself past the point where I didn't have enough to give in a class because so much mm-hmm. was going on in my in my personal life that I wasn't I didn't have the goal in mind. I was showing up because I wanted to show up for the sake of showing up rather than showing up because I had something to say and something to teach. So mm-hmm. this spring I took a break and everybody's been asking me, oh, well, when are you doing your yoga again? When are you doing your yoga again? Where are you teaching now? This and that. The voices are telling me to be a yoga instructor. And what was the next question? You have to be blank. Uh, this doesn't fit in grammatically with this, but... You have to have it together. So then it says five years from now, because I'm moving through this because there are a lot of little questions. Um, five years from now, if I stay on this assembly line, five years from now, I will be blank. And I put grinding. Mm. Some other words that they gave for to get your mind going was busy, lost, afraid, excited, curious, employed 
So five years from now, Sarah, you will be what? Burnt out. Hmm. Mm-hmm. If you continued on this assembly line. If I continue we're... on this assembly line. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then it asks, is my job interesting five years from now? Absolutely. Do I live for the weekends? No. Which this is this is kind of which okay, yeah. So you're like, no. I had put I had put that I find my job interesting because I get to learn more about the world. Right. As far as the weekends, I said yes, because my current schedule is a bit tough <laughs> with True. the early mornings. It asks, Am I having fun in five years if I'm still on this assembly line? And mm. I said slightly. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> um that was a little harder for me to answer because it's so yeah i can't think of the future like that but uh, right and there was a question of which i'd like you to answer this one who is with me along the way well five years from now you of course um my partner is there with me and uh my close family is with me Mm -hmm. in five years and i very much hope my chosen family of friends are with me my current friend group Right. Yeah, I have my parents. I have you. I have Evan. And I put a few other friends and fam. Nice. So it continues with these questions and it goes into 10 years from now. And the questions change to, are you feeling challenged? Am I good at what I do? Um, Mm -hmm. It even goes into, do I have a wife, husband, partner? Do I have kids? Yeah, probing Am I where I thought I would be? Yeah. And then in 15 years, I will be... And it has examples of happy, confused, afraid, accomplished. Where will I live? What does my work look like? So just kind of like at all these points, get on this path that you have chosen to go on, on that assembly line. What? Right. How are we feeling? So it goes and it wraps up to say, are the answers you've given to these questions freaking you out? Yes or no? No, I feel calm. So in that case, for you, it says the road ahead looks pretty good. You're one of the fortunate ones. Yeah. Keep reading. This book should confirm what you're thinking and help you stay on your own road, right? Woo woo. If, if not, it says we felt the same way, and just as it was for us, this is a great place to start. Keep reading, and so basically, what it gets into. Either way, you got to read the whole book. <laughs> yeah, you got to read the whole book, which is making a point, you know, right. in that even if you, because it's the book doesn't argue like, oh, your life's a shit show. Everybody's life is a shit show. Sometimes it's not. Like sometimes you, right. you do have it figured out. Um, for that time being and that's good and that's great but that you don't need to stop asking yourself and making sure like is this me is this what I want like answering Mm -hmm. that question I'll wrap with this book part with one of their quotes they said judge Penny Brown Reynolds put it simply tapping into your purpose takes a great deal of discipline because you have to ask yourself the question every day when you open your eyes who am I? So I'll just leave it at that of when it comes to, act, to defining what it is that you want, you have to know who you are. And that figuring out who you are and having the courage to figure out who you are and to live the life that you, as your true authentic self takes a lot of discipline. And that's really like what it all boils down to that's their argument and it's something that i i feel like i agree with Mm -hmm. i don't know if you feel that way but remember who you are yeah i I thought that that was just an interesting not to make the whole episode (laughs) about this book but i thought it was such a creative 
way to define something that so many people, including myself at times, Mm -hmm. uh, struggle with. I guess moving forward in the whole thing of defining what you want, you also need to be comfortable with things being a little messy, you know, for lack of a better term. Let's be messy, girl. Yeah, life be messy. And the only time that life is linear, really, is when you're looking back in the rearview mirror. Now, can you talk about, um, because you had, when we talked about doing this episode, you had mentioned what you see on social media regarding what people don't want. I just liked what you had to say about the memes and the tweets that you see that it's like. Yeah. So coming around uh, the new year, 2019, we, we always get the whole thing of new year, new me. And walking into this new year, you know, no drama, no negativity no fake friends, no this, no that. But what are you cultivating more of so that you can have less of that? Yeah, no fake friends. Are you cultivating more genuine and honest communication coming from yourself? No negativity. Are you going to be actively working on making yourself a more positive influence in the lives of others around you? Like, like what, what are you working on in order to create more of something instead of because saying less of this less of this okay you create a vacuum because now you're subtracting and you're not adding right so just coming at it as a way of you know here's what we don't want but let's flip the script on that and see how we can create habits that create positive change instead of just trying to subtract things from our lives without making any like positive impact or moving forward one thing i was seeing from uh somebody this morning that she she posted something that i that really resonated with me was you know she was saying i'm not really one for new year's resolutions but something that i've been thinking about right now that i think our world needs is cultivating empathy and nurturing the empathetic parts of us to be to be able to bring that out more in our lives and in the lives of others is cultivating empathy and that's just mm-hmm. one way i think that you know if you want to have less negativity less drama less uh, fake friends haters, or haters fake friends. whatever whatever mm-hmm. whatever to have less of that that comes from you and comes from what you are emulating and putting out into the world yeah, I. Yeah, uh, there's we said a there's, lot. We did, yeah. There we said a lot, and there's really there's so much there. Of course, I'm not an expert at this. Sarah isn't. We're just here. We're just talking. But mm-hmm. there are there's so much material out there that is just waiting to be picked up. Um, that can help you, me, Sarah, everybody, just be a better version of ourselves and help us be more clear and have more clarity in what we want like get rid of the the noise get rid of those uh you know negative things that take away like putting out things -hmm. that we know we don't want and, and but that's really just subtracting instead of adding you know working through that um and you know hopefully like this conversation this is just really scratching the surface but if this is something that has been kind of tugging at your heart a little bit and it's just kind of like how can I do better and how can I figure this out I mean tons of material and I hope that that inspires you to go pick something up and I'd also like to add there is no wrong time to do this never I I feel like I hope that when I'm 
30 and 40 and 50 and you know even in between you know maybe every five years that I'm taking moments to just reevaluate and not be afraid to so I hope whoever is listening our, our audience our listeners um, that this is something that resonates just do it <laughs> <sighs> that was all I really had to say about this, which is a lot, but, you know. I think we got a lot out of this. This is a solid episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you so, so much. And we hope that this conversation inspires your conversations with family, friends, loved ones, coworkers, etc., etc., etc. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.